This is a QTRL production. I feel like I'm on NPR with Terry Gross. <laughs> Can I call you Terry? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the very special, very first episode of the QT Cast the official podcast of the Mark S. Bonham Center's Queer and Trans Research Lab. In our introduction today, you'll meet an interdisciplinary team of artists, academics, and community leaders. You'll learn about the underpinning values of experimentation, creativity, and accountability that drive the lab. And finally, you'll get a taste of what's in store for the future of the QTRL. On that note, let me do some preliminary introductions. My name is Elliot, and I'll be your host as we explore the beautiful, meaningful, and at times challenging world of building connections for community change. You'll meet me later better when we talk to our graduate research assistants. And for everyone who's not familiar with the University of Toronto, there are going to be a few casually dropped acronyms, so I'll do my best to introduce you to the general structure of the lab right off the bat. Here it is. At the University of Toronto, or U of T, there's a department called the Mark S. Bonham Centre for Sexual Diversity Studies, or SDS, or also the Bonham Centre. Are you with me still? Within the Bonham Center, there's the Queer and Trans Research Lab, or QTRL. And finally, we have the QTCast, the Queer and Trans Podcast for the Queer and Trans Research Lab. Both the QTRL and the QTCast are in their inaugural year, and you're about to get the inside scoop, fresh from the press. Oh, and join us if you'd like. If anything you hear interests you, if it pairs well with a personal project, or if you just want to reach out and make connections with anyone that you hear from today or in the future of the lab, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at QTCast underscore, or you can send us an email at QTCast21 at gmail.com. Now, without further ado, let's meet the team. So uh, I'm Dana Seitler. I am the director of the Bonham Center for Sexual Diversity Studies and the professor of English at the University of Toronto. And um, I am the faculty lead at the Queer and Trans Research Lab. My name is Nikolai Atai, and I am the research associate and program coordinator for the QTRL here at the Bonham Center. And I have a PhD in Women and Gender Studies doing research in queer and trans experiences in the Caribbean and the Caribbean diaspora. Some really exciting stuff that I'm happy to share with the QTRL. Um, Could you both just kind of introduce the QTRL, uh, say a little bit about how it started, uh, maybe outline some of its goals, um, and then if you want to just give me a few bits about what excites you the most about this lab. Um, So a couple of years ago, we started having conversations at the Bonham Center in terms of how can we expand and what did we need and, and what, where were the gaps in terms of what we could offer. And one of the things that we really wanted to do was to make sure that we were being accountable to our communities, both locally, transnationally, right, in terms of queer, um, uh, sort of an expanded notion of queer kinship to a certain extent. And so we wanted to create positions that, w- that brought people into the lab to do uh, in work that we thought was important. And so we wanted a postdoctoral fellowship to bring in 
um, emergent scholars in LGBTQ and queer and trans studies. Um, and we also wanted to have an artist in residence so that um, people that, uh, whose work was um, particularly attuned to and invested in um, social change um, via you know, uh, aesthetic projects uh, could be part of the lab. And we wanted to bring in um, what we were originally calling activists in residence that were um, where we could bring in community leaders, both locally and transnationally, that were working on social change for um, you know, queer, trans, and, and BIPOC communities. And from that need, the idea of the Queer and Trans Research Lab was born. That's so beautiful. I'm so excited about it. Um, and then Nikolai, would you mind just speaking a little bit uh, to like what excites you about this lab? Oh yes, for sure. So I, I actually want to kind of riff on your whole idea of queer, of queer kinship. Uh, you know, I'm new to the QTRL, so I'm fortunate to see it, uh, you know, morph into this really exciting and amazing thing. Um, and, you know, thinking about kinship and the space for, you know, queer BIPOC uh, communities on and off campus. Uh, so, you know, I'm really excited about that. And, you know, the amazing people that we have as a first cohort, you know, the artists in residence, the postdoctoral fellow, the community leaders. Uh, you know, doing some really amazing projects that are, you know, really intersectional, um, you know, drawing on different experiences, different methodologies, different, uh, you know, theoretical frameworks and really doing some exciting things uh, to change the way that we think about queer and trans experiences, not only in Toronto, but elsewhere in Canada and transnationally. So, you know, I'm really excited about that and excited to see what this first year would do to set, you know, set the bar. I think the bar is already set pretty high in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, the group of people that we're working with. And even, you know, just hearing from folks, uh, members about how excited they are as well, um, feed, uh, you know, having this space on campus. Yeah, the, the whole idea for the lab and the reason why we call it a lab we didn't really mean it, we, we don't mean it in a kind of hard science way where we're searching for a um, particular relationship between chromosomes or something, <laughs> right? We, met, we mean it in the sense of experiment that the lab indicates. Um, experiment, possibility, imagination that you can't predict beforehand. And so the idea is that we're bringing people together that are doing this work, either they're doing um, art projects or they're doing community projects or they're doing scholarly research because we also have positions for faculty research fellows and they come together to do their projects but also to share their projects with others in the lab to see what happens as um, a result of that collaboration. So the Queer and Trans Research Lab is a collaborative space, it's an experimental space, and it's a collective. Yes, and definitely a space of imagination. Uh, you know, who knows um, you know, what this thing would uh, morph into over the next few years. And you know, I'm really hoping that you know, when we start to build our social media presence, our online presence, uh, you know, we could really get an opportunity to engage with, with viewers and persons, our fans, right? Uh, I think we already have some fans, you know, persons so, so excited about this I'm a fan. Me too. There's three fans right here. Yes. Um, and in the press release, it was stated that this is the first of its kind um, in the world. Is that correct? Yes, if you take all the components that we're working with together. I want to actually acknowledge that there are a number of predecessors 
to the existence of this lab and I did a lot of research beforehand thinking about what kinds of things already existed. And so there is, for example, um, the Center for Research on Women at Barnard and they have an activist in residence program that I looked at. Um, I, I met with um, the director there. We had an email exchange back and forth because it was really important for me to learn what were other people doing. There's the Luskin Institute um, at um, UCLA, um, and they also have a kind of community leadership program um, like this one where they bring people into the university, community leaders doing um, this kind of work. However, neither one of those places focus on queer and trans research and queer and trans issues of social justice. You know, at the, at the, at the Center for Research on Women, it's a kind of feminist-based, feminist praxis project. At the Luskin Institute, it's a social justice um, and equity project, um, more generally speaking, and they're very interested in thinking about um, housing precarity and that sort of thing. Um, and so there were a couple of models I was working with, but none that were actually focusing on queer, trans, BIPOC issues. And um, I'm really happy to see something that is happening at a space like U of T or in, in, you know, in the Global North. It reminds me, you know, you speaking about, you know, these other uh, models that we, we look, look to. Uh, it reminds me of some of the work I, I do in the Caribbean back in Trinidad with the University of the West Indies, uh, you know, assisting uh, these queer and trans groups in Trinidad, uh, seven social justice groups came together for like a five-year period to do this a, a similar work, uh, you know, grounded in feminist uh, theory and analysis, but also really intersectional across class, uh, race, economic uh, status, uh, social location and stuff like that. So there are definitely models, but I'm happy to see that uh, somewhere like Toronto could really uh, have something like this. And I think Toronto is a perfect space uh, based on its kind of demographic perfect space for something like this to, to happen. I agree, and at the same time, and Nikolai and I have talked about this, one of our goals is to form partnerships with these other programs that are happening around the world so, so that those connections are, we want to create a kind of um, infrastructure, you know, where we can have formal relationships, um, you know, with these other places doing this important work. And so we're going to be, um, we're looking at different kinds of grant opportunities and different partnership opportunities so that there are, uh, because we want to create a transnational network that actually both acknowledges that there are these other programs happening elsewhere, but also can learn from them, and also that we could build a really strong infrastructure for the kind of change we want to see in the world. Hi, my name is Teya Kasahara. My pronouns are they, them. I'm a Nikkei Canadian settler based here in Toronto. I am an interdisciplinary artist working in the mediums of opera, theater, and electronics. I'm also a co-founder of Amplified Opera. I'm delighted to be the artist in residence here at the Bonham Center for the 2021-2022 season. And the project that I'm working on is called Little Miss Gender, which aims to explore the astringent gender expectations which are so closely tied to voice classification in opera. My goal is to challenge the operatic canon's dependency upon the quote-unquote Fach system while disrupting the idea of voice categories so I can offer a reimagination and a varied expansive expression of sound through a transmasculine non-binary queer lens.
I'm thrilled to be a part of the Queer Trans Research Lab this season and to engage in really exciting conversations with uh, fellow colleagues and scholars and other researchers um, within their respective fields and just learn and grow as an artist. Sure. Um, well, my name is Elif, Elif Sari. Um, I'm a sociocultural anthropologist and I'm a postdoctoral fellow um, at the Bonham Center for Sexual Diversity Studies this year. And I'm also a member of the um, QTRL. Um, so I graduated from Cornell Anthropology last year and my work um, focused on queer migration. I work with Iranian LGBTQ refugees in Turkey who have been um, awaiting resettlement in North America. And um, I'm very excited to be here and I want to follow up on my work with mostly Middle Eastern queer and trans refugees in Canada. I also want to work with queer migration um, organizations and different NGOs that, that kind of like facilitate queer refugees resettlement into Canada and most of them are based in Toronto. So this is kind of the work that I want to um, continue doing as a QTRL member. What really excites me about this group is that, you know, most of the time we uh, work on different aspects of sexuality in um, different departments. And most of the time we do this work in isolation in our own home departments. And I'm really happy to be a part of this group because it's a very, you know, interdisciplinary group and it's always very like kind of nurturing to meet other people who also work on similar questions of sexuality and gender by using different methodologies, different tools and different questions. So um, I had the chance to meet um, other um, group members um, and I was really happy to see how undergraduate students, undergraduate students, faculty, junior and senior faculty, community organizers, artists, activists, and postdoctoral fellows like myself work together in, in the same space. Hi, everyone. My name is Jodash Elepin. I am one of two inaugural Martha McCain faculty fellows with the QTRL lab. I am from South Africa, and so my work engages primarily two areas. The first is Black sexual cultures, and the second is queer and feminist approaches to Afro-Indian studies in South Africa. I'm currently working on a project uh, tentatively titled Against Afro-Normativity, Afro-Indian Intimacies and the Queer Aesthetics of Race in South Africa that examines the aesthetic and performative art practices of both Indian South African and Black South African artists. Uh, it's a project that curates an archive of Indian South African and Black South African uh, aesthetic practices as a way of reimagining Afro-Indian intimacies whilst critiquing the normative parameters of post-apartheid Blackness. Yeah, um, what else? <laughs> One of the important things that drew me to the lab was that this is a space of possibility, a space to imagine otherwise, and I think these are very important political projects at this current historical injuncture that we find ourselves in. Hi, my name is Andrea Allen. I'm one of the other Martha McCain faculty fellows. And my research focuses on the experiences of Brazilian LGBT evangelicals in Brazil, as well as in the Brazilian diaspora. 
so for this study, I've been going to inclusive churches in Brazil, and I plan on expanding my research to look at churches and community uh, gatherings of uh, Brazilian evangelicals, Brazilian Pentecostals who also identify as LGBTQ in Lisbon and also in Toronto. And I think one of the important aspects of this project is it's really rooted in people's experiences of religious communities and how these communities can be at different intersections, whether it's the intersection between mainstream evangelical communities and queer evangelical communities, and also the intersection between queer communities and queer religious communities, because at times there can be disparate experiences and, and diverging, I would say, priorities. Um, one of the things that has drawn me to um, the lab, and, and in particular now that I've met people and I've been able to see what people are doing, is that the lab is, seems to be um, the inaugural group. It seems to be particularly interested in not just theoretically looking at queer experiences, but also looking at how queer people live, how queer people create, and how queer people um, imagine. And I think for me, that's that's particularly important to combine not just queerness as an abstract idea, but queerness as an embodied and lived experience. Hi, I'm Tatiana Ferguson, um, co-founder of the Black Queer Youth Collective, a grassroots group dedicated to serving Black LGBT youth here in Toronto. Um, I'm one of the community leaders in residence, uh, part of this inaugural Queer Trans Research Lab at the Bowman Center. I'm so delighted to be here with you, Elliot, to talk about um, my project, which is titled Transcending Love, Rings and Things. Rings and Things is, um, I guess, the second rendition of uh, another project that I worked on, Transcending Love, which had focused on uh, self-love and journeys of self-acceptance for African Caribbean and Black trans women. Uh, so with that in mind, I was thinking, well, beyond self-love and all of the ways we uh, find to be resilient, how are the communities that I'm part of and that I serve are finding relationships in community, whether that's in queer communities, whether that's outside of queer communities, how are folks finding relationships? How are they navigating the different dynamics that comes from, you know, uh, intimate partnerships as a trans person and out of that came this, this, this thought, I, it was bubbling in my mind, like, okay, how do we approach relationships? Because not everyone wants a relationship. Uh, relationships can look so different in queer and trans communities. And for this project, we'll be exploring sex, love, and marriage, because uh, I think those are the three key areas. There are some folks who are just looking for intimacy and you know casual relationships and companionships. There are others who are looking for more meaningful relationships. And, and then there are folks who are uh, more committed to long-term relationships. And I wanna explore all of those dynamics, to understand like what factors are uh, influencing trans women's perspective when it comes to relationships. Uh, what are some of the barriers or challenges that folks may have when dating um, and really center, like I said, African Caribbean and black trans women's experiences because oftentimes when we hear about violence perpetuated against trans women, it is these very women who are, you know, often harmed due to anti-trans violence, due to all sorts of other issues that arise. So 
I think this is going to be a fun project um, where we look at relationships from the perspectives of women who are pursuing relationships. Um, we also look at how folks do safety planning uh, when they're in relationships or seeking partnerships. I would love to launch a dating game. So if you are a trans woman out there listening and you're looking for love, but you're finding it difficult, maybe you can be a contestant on our dating game. So we're going to really be trying to be very innovative in our approach of like, you know, addressing needs of community, as well as some of the violence that communities are exposed to. Uh, so that's what brought me here. And I'm so delighted to be here. So my name is Abdi Osman. I'm a Somali-Canadian multidisciplinary artist whose work focuses on questions of Black masculinity as it intersects with Muslim and queer identities. What drew me to the, to the research lab was the fact that I was already a fellow there. I was really interested in what the research lab was going to do. Um, and so I'm kind of excited about it because I think it fits in with some of the work that I've been, I've been doing um, for most of my career. Absolutely. Uh, my name is Monica Aspiat Lizardo. I am a PhD candidate in both the Department of History and at the Bonham Center for Sexual Diversity Studies. I am currently a part of the lab as a research assistant, a graduate research assistant, and I am tremendously excited to be working with Professor Allen on her work um, that's situated within Brazil and Black queer geographies within Brazil. So I think something that I often struggle with just within my own academic work, but also with just my being within academia, um, is, is a little bit of just discomfort, right? The, the a discomfort that comes with um, being a part of, of, of a space of an institution that it oftentimes has been a perpetrator of violence against the communities of which I am a part of. Um, and, and I think that there is, you know, there's sort of an ongoing discomfort there. And part of what was really exciting for me about the lab is the opportunity to perhaps make that discomfort or continuing finding ways to make that discomfort productive um, and to really find ways to continue ensuring that, you know, I, I am and I remain um, of and for my community instead of of and for the institution, really thinking about ways to collaborate and conspire. Yes, uh, definitely. Um, so I'm Ian. Uh, I'm also a third year PhD student. Uh, my home department is Women Gender Studies in Boise, but I'm also doing a graduate program at, at, at Sexual Diversity Studies. So at the lab, I'm working with uh, Dr. Daniel Grace, uh, who is a sociologist of health at uh, the Public Health uh, Department of Public Health at U of T, and I'm working specifically with him on his uh, research lab called uh, Center for Sexual and Gender Minority Health uh, Research uh, Lab. So why I'm coming to the center, um, I am a first action-oriented person. Um, it's one of the things that I'm interested that, and I'm excited about, about this lab. It's the opportunities to, to engage in, in research opportunities like uh, the sexual and gender health, where you can actually put forward recommendations and um, think through these really life-saving um, um, initiatives like heart, harm reductions that actually help a lot of queer and trans youth and people who are on the streets or who are um, drug users or what, whatnot. 
So my name is Chido Muchema. I am a PhD candidate in the Faculty of Information and at the Bonham Center. I'm a graduate research assistant. I'm working with Professor Jordash Elipan, who's working on uh, queer archives in South Africa, and I'm kind of helping him as he gets into the final stages of his manuscript. So I am a thoroughly interdisciplinary scholar. My work has always spanned multiple disciplines that sometimes don't um, on the surface quite come together, but I'm also trying to be a researcher and a creative writer. And it felt like the lab was a place where I could think about how those things talk to each other. Like I could ask the kind of expansive questions that I can answer through multiple disciplines. Hi again, my name's Elliot, and I'm also a graduate research assistant at the QTRL. My role here is to record, produce, and host the QTCast, as well as manage the QTCast social channels. So just one more casual plug, find us at QTCast underscore, and DM or reach out anytime. I'm a PhD candidate in the Anthropology and Sexual Diversity Studies departments, and my work looks broadly at queer and trans social media activism. I'm also a portrait photographer, a writer, and a co-host of Toronto's Do You Queer What I Queer podcast. Needless to say, I'm thrilled to be a part of this inaugural cohort. Yes, um, hello everybody. Uh, my name's Shell or Michelle, um, just like Shell, Fish, or whatever. <laughs> um, I uh, am an undergraduate research assistant at the uh, QTRL, and uh, I am double majoring right now in women and gender studies and sexual diversity studies. Um, so I really enjoy the sort of like interdisciplinary aspect of both of those areas, just because as a personally like multiply marginalized person myself, obviously, I found a lot of really validating texts and I found a lot of really interesting material that I feel like is relevant to my life experiences and has helped me sort of like articulate my own experiences better and in turn help others maybe articulate theirs in ways that they might not have otherwise had the vocabulary or like the theories or whatever you know jargon um, to do so so yeah I'm I'm really excited to be here <laughs> so okay yes hi uh I'm Maddie I am working with Taya Kasahara the artist in residence here at the QTRL um which is really cool uh, as someone who is really into art and creativity and storytelling, being able to work on the, an art project for this is, is amazing. I'm personally in both English and sexual diversity studies. The thing that drew me to SDS and the lab is sort of back in high school where I was the first person to come out and everyone was like can you explain what this means and I'd have to google sometimes and so when I came to U of T and I was like okay I'm doing English because I like stories what else should I do and I took my first class and I was like I've been doing this all along let's keep going <laughs> yeah now I'm here and I get to do my favorite kind of stuff to do okay Hi, I'm Jade. Uh, I'm one of the undergrad research assistants at the QTRL. My main role is to guess, support and be a research assistant. I'm working on a project with Tatiana Ferguson, who is running a mixed method community-based research project uh, called Transcending Love Rings and Tings. 
Yeah. Um, so I'm Rhea and I'm a graduate RA, just like Jade. Um, I mean, undergrad, not graduate, not there yet. Um, but I'm working with uh, Nikolai Atai. Um, so I'm kind of working with him right now and we're working on a few workshops um, with the graduate students, uh, mostly about, you know, kind of like the job hunt process after, you know, you graduate. Um, so that's kind of what we're working on. We've um, had a couple of meetings and a couple of ideas about some other projects that hopefully um, we get to do throughout the year. Um, I'm also working on some archival stuff. So kind of just skimming, um, you know, UFT site, trying to find anything I can on QTRL and kind of making sure it's all preserved in a really nice file so we can all look back at it and reminisce about all the work we've done. But yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. My name is Islandia, and I am a dissertation completion fellow at the QTRL. I am in my fifth year a doctoral candidate at the Faculty of Information and the Bonham Center for Sexual Diversity Studies. My scholarship and research methods are grounded in my experience having been born in Mexico City, raised back and forth between Mexico and the U.S., and living most of my adult life as a lesbian queer organizer in Mexico City up until six years ago when I immigrated to Canada as a graduate student. Um, the dissertation I'm working on is called Storying Mi Desmadre, Transfeminist and Queer Community Archival Digital Custodial Praxis in Latin America. Uh, would you like me to tell you a bit about it? <laughs> Okay, I'll be brief. So uh, I develop a speculative pragmatic framework to study how lesbian and trans communities use histories of performance art and nightlife, as well as improvised territories and the Latin American concept of memoria, meaning counter hegemonic historiographic text that emerges from resistance movements to activate archival and storytelling digital initiatives. I position the work of these community memory holders as critical interventions in the hegemonic modern colonial thought systems that sustain disciplinary knowledge, as well as in uh, homo-nationalist discourse. And they do this by building a praxis based on the assumption that their queer, feminized, precarious and precariously conserved materials, archival materials, have evidentiary status, historiographic value, and are worthy of conservation efforts and exhibitions. And last, but certainly not least, we have Lex Connolly, our second dissertation completion fellow. So I'm a uh, PhD candidate in the departments of linguistics with the cross specialization in sexual diversity studies. Um, I'm in my sixth year of the doctoral program and I'm working on a dissertation on non-binary trans patients, uh, narratives of gender affirming care visits. So among many things I'm looking at how my participant collaborators use linguistic practices specifically as a means to navigate and also to resist uh, transnormative expectations in consultation rooms with their doctors and also how those practices are shared within trans communities as a form of community care. So part of what gets circulated in our uh, care webs um, as not just valuable for obtaining the desired care, but also as interventions on uh, the structure of medical access for trans people to begin with. And I am one of the recipients of the um, lab's doctoral completion awards, um, and I guess just a member of the community at large. 
And that brings us to the end of our extra special introductory episode, Meet the QTRL. Tune in next time for our first video cast, where you'll get an up-close and personal look at Abdi Osman's studio and current works. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, and catch you later. This podcast was made possible by the Marcus Bonham Centre for Sexual Diversity Studies at the University of Toronto, St. George Campus.